Hi guys and welcome to Fights and Boxing Podcast. Um, I'm Lukash as always and uh, yeah this isn't going to be a very long one this week because all I'm talking about is Eubank vs Smith, uh, uh, Chris Eubank vs Liam Smith 2 uh, and there isn't you know that much to say you'll see why you'll see why when I get started. Um, I will mention a couple of other fights off the rest of the card. Um, Adam Azim I, w- I would like to mention but um but yeah, there isn't a isn't a huge amount of depth here, but nonetheless, uh, you know what I've got to say will hopefully be interesting to you. So you know, let's go, let's get started. So Chris Eubank scored a, a dominant and you know impressive victory at first glance over Ian Smith to get his revenge and to you know knock it, um, have to see the fight stopped in the tenth round. And also, you know, he did make improvements under Bo Mack, who. He won't be back. For, he won't be back because even if he's not in jail, because he tried to bring a gun on a plane in England, um, even if he's not in jail for five years, um, he won't be coming back to England. So he won't be training in England. Um, he's back again, I'd imagine. Um, but uh, yeah, um, he did make improvements, and I'll come on to them in a second. But uh, I just, you just can't uh, you can't read too much into a performance against an opponent who was that obviously compromised um, whether he was compromised coming in or um, or whether it was the rolling the foot early on that caused the injury um, you know kind of have to take him at his word uh, that he had a back injury and then he rolled his ankle um, in the I think it was the first or second round but um, but it was really unstable and like, he had nothing no stability on his lead foot and after a while it started to transfer to his back foot too he just had no no way to push off, no way to set his punches, no way to really, you know, come forward. He could sort of bounce back on it, but even then, you know, like he wasn't putting any weight on his lead foot, and he was so clearly compromised by that. He wasn't throwing out many punches because you know you can't. Um, it's just difficult to say too much about what Eubank did, and I will say this: um, Eubank improved, but if he had been able to pivot or sidestep around. Uh, Smith even slightly tightly at any point during the fight he would have won basically immediately my feeling is because um, Smith wouldn't have been able to turn to follow he'd have fallen over it would have been you know he was just so so compromised so the win comes with this you know enormous caveat that that um, Liam Smith really should not have been in there like I say I have to take him at his word that he wasn't carrying that injury coming in but I also feel like you know even if that's true his corner should have um, should have pulled him out much sooner than that because there was nothing happening for him he I think his plan was to you know hope Eubank gas and gas um gasses himself out which you know kind of almost happened he, he kind of did after the knockdown in the um in the fourth he uh he chased him a bit and um he did kind of start to slow down he didn't have the volume you know for the later rounds in the fight he had uh, he would chase 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 and then have to slow up and I think Smith was hoping for um for for him to ease off the pedal and the thing is is um quite a lot of what Eubank was throwing wasn't landing like he was unloading unloading but uh he was you know landing maybe one punch and ten two punches and ten um it wasn't a it wasn't a particularly I don't want to say pre- I mean not precise it wasn't a particularly planned attack he was just kind of unloading everything that he has but he wasn't thinking about what he was throwing in that particular moment which is also one of the reasons why I'm like you know it was a dominant victory and he improved but the things that really were you know really are an issue for him 
you know, he hasn't become a whole new fighter. Um, and one of those things is the fact that his combinations are not dumb, but uh, also not like he's not looking at planning the way a Chocolatito does, or an Estrada, or you know, other fighters of high volume, but Golovkin, people like that. He's not necessarily responding to what's in front of him. He's just throwing, you know, punches that he thinks he thinks will work. Yes, you know, he's not just throwing complete rope combinations, but but he's not planning particularly deeply. Um, and my other problem is is that in the first couple of rounds, I kind of did think he was starting to bounce straight backwards that he had been previously. But Smith just didn't have it in him to. Uh, push and punish him for that and he was aware of that issue like that was one thing that clearly worked on keeping him off the ropes so I don't know if Smith would have been able to push him all the way to the ropes and bounce him off them the way he did to knock him out the first time but I'm not sure it's cleared that vulnerability, vulnerability completely even though he has been working on it because that's the kind of thing that does you know fall apart under pressure in any case that is a bit harsh he is improving he is um or rather, he did improve for this fight. We've seen him make improvements before, and then um, you know, drop him. But yeah, no, he he had a good he has a good jab, and he was um, he was just moving better. He was um, doing better to stay off um, south of the ropes. He the first few rounds were horrendously ugly because he decided to just tie up any time Smith got close, which you know, kind of fair enough. Um, it's a tactic. It's a tactic to to. To push Smith to push Smith away, you know, just in his headspace, away from from trying to, you know, tag him and um, tag him with the jab and close distance, or to close the distance behind you that jab. Because if Smith is always getting tied up when that happens, he's going to be like, okay, I've got to try something else. Um, you know, in the end, he didn't have to do that very much because because Smith was compromised and uh, he can really throw with Eubank even when they got close. And most of the rest of the fight was Eubank just throwing punches at Smith's defence basically and uh, trying to get him out of there and most you know eventually getting it done but even when he got it done you know he hadn't landed much that much it was just that Smith wasn't throwing back just so the referee um, the referee said enough was enough um, yeah there's a there's really not an awful lot for me to say about that it's you know it was it was a bit of a fast and I don't think it should have gone anywhere near as long as it done as it did you know even if even if he wasn't carrying the injury coming in um it should have been stopped much sooner. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a hundred. You know, no fighter is ever a hundred percent. Is what they say. You know, that's pr probably almost certainly true. But it was a fighter who couldn't walk properly against. You know, a guy who was in pretty good health. It was. It wasn't a. I don't want to say it wasn't a fair fight because that implies Eubank was cheating in some way. That's not true. Not, clearly, Eubank had nothing. You know, nothing to do with Smith's decision to carry on. But. Um, but it wasn't an equal fight in the moment. You know, once that ankle went, it wasn't an equal fight. There was Smith had no chance. Smith, you know, the only chance Smith would have had if Eubank had been a complete idiot and completely cast himself out. And um, you know, for all that, uh, I don't think he's got the you know the the best ring planning in the world. Um, he's not. He's not an idiot. He he, he isn't going to do that. He did it kind of against um, Billy Joe Saunders way back when, um, and. Uh, and he isn't going to do that again. He's 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 not an idiot. He's not a moron. Um, so yeah, just just not that much to say, frankly. Um, in any case, um, the rest of the card was it was quite a good card. Um, but like in terms of uh, on paper, I because I was um, was um, I was on holiday, so uh, the only you know I came in a bit late and I 
only watched the Adam Azim versus um versus Adam Fanian um fight um in which Adam Azim looked uh disappointing no disappointing is the wrong word he looked I'm just going to say disappointing in other He didn't look like living up to the hype, but the hype is too high. You know, he's 21. He's got a lot to learn. He looks like he's got a good boxing brain. Um, but he does. He did prove that he has a lot to learn. Right, Panian was uh, relatively crafty, um, tough, and, uh, you know, aggressive without being dumb about it. Um, and that caused Azim some problems early on. Um, and Azim, for quite a long portion of the fight, um, he... He was early on. He tried to cat, you know. He tried to be do his like clever attacks and got caught for it. Um, he got caught. Um, he has a very bad habit of backing straight out, especially after after like a combination in close. He just backs, tries to back or pivot straight out um, with his chin very high and his feet completely under him. Um, and he got caught with a big hook a couple of times by Finian. And um, this is the thing. It is to his credit that he realised that was happening and backed off and went um, and thought about it for several rounds and just um, just worked behind his jab. And uh, and yeah, it's not you know it's not a bad thing for a twenty-one-year-old fighter to go. Okay, that's getting me in trouble. I'm going to stop doing that, um, and I'm just going to jab and throw single shots and try some counters and try to bait him into into over committing but if I can't just win behind the jab um, some of the rounds were close a lot of the rounds were very close but a, like a really wide win for Azim is not out of the question and you know giving Fanyan a win would not really be you know the thing um, so it's kind of one of those where you know if you're thinking of him to be a world level fighter now no 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 he's not but there are still you know the way he was aware of the situation and the thing is he didn't get his guy out of there but in the last few rounds he did um, have another go start crafting some attacks start pushing a bit more and be a bit more clever about it be a bit more a little more careful he was still very like open to certain counters but he avoided the ones that Fanny Ian was throwing so you know it would take a better fighter than his opponent on the night to catch him out uh, in that second flurry which is another good good sign you know he realised on the night uh, what was catching him uh, what was in what was giving him problems and although it took him you know a few rounds to work out how to avoid it he did eventually figure out okay um, I can't do this thing that is getting me you know caught with big hooks I'm gonna do I'm gonna avoid that that situation and I'm gonna come and attack him in another way and he did he started throwing his you know weird ass um, mis deceptive uppercuts and shit like that he does have a really nice arsenal of attacking shots yeah he has to become more I think he has to become cleverer about baiting because um, he has all the tools to be a counter puncher, but he couldn't. You know, even though Finian is an aggressive fighter, he couldn't really bait him out of position. He wasn't really like he was kind of throwing throwaway shots and feints, but not, nothing that Finian was believing. Like and he needed to be doing more of that, more like, one throwaway punch to draw him onto something, and you know more schooling of Finian, more more um, guiding him into things. Um, but he's 21 and you know the fact that he 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 backed off thought about it and then came back for more uh, is a good sign um yeah he's not at the level sky want him to be now but he's never going to be you know sky and boxer are desperate for stars and they've decided he is one and you can understand why he is at his best a very flashy boxer he's got personality um 
but he's you know he's not the level they need him to be just yet and I hope they kind of handle him right and they're talking about European level next because he's not going to fight Dawson Smith next for the British at the way but um yeah he might be ready for that like you know he, he isn't um he didn't prove that he's you know he didn't show that he's a bad fighter and I wouldn't even say that he's shown that he's hit a level he's just shown he's got a lot to learn but I think he can learn it um, in any case uh, that's all that, you know that's what I have to say about that the one other fight I want to talk about from the card is um, even though I didn't see it is all I want to say is um, uh, Fraser Clark fought David Allen and um, I'm not a huge fan of Fraser Clark uh, as a you know prospect uh, I just I just don't think he's all that good to be honest um, and you know he's 32 so he's not a He's not got a long time to learn, and you know he's a long, long way off where uh, Joe Joyce was when he turned pro after the Olympics at a slightly, slightly older age. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was thirty-three when he turned pro. I'm not hundred percent sure, but um, yeah, Fraser Park is a long way from that. And he's fighting Dave Allen, and if Dave Allen had been anywhere near his best, I do still think he would have been a test. But by all accounts, I think including his own, um, Dave Allen just wasn't there. Just isn't um, isn't anything like what he was and what he was was never like a world class boxer and that means Dave Allen had to retire again like he had retired once already then he's tried to like make a little comeback he has to call it a day he has to say you know no it's um, it's not working out um, it's not working out for me I'm done maybe like, uh, apparently he's ma- I think he's either coaching or managing uh, a little possibly both uh, as often happens uh, a little stable of boxers and um, he should focus on that if he's you know if he's just not responding in a way that, quite frankly, Fraser Clark, yeah, like I say, if he can't hang with Fraser Clark, like not even that he necessarily had to win, but if he can't hang with him, um, yeah, he should be, he shouldn't be in there. I should, it should be noted also the storyline of the fight that I heard about. I'm not going to talk about it too much because I didn't see it. Was that apparently there were a lot of low blows from Clark, and possibly Allen was making more of those, low, you know, there were more low blows in Allen's. Uh, account than the were in real life but um but you know um yeah there were other you know notable things Florian Mark who beat De La Moran and one I'd not I'd not familiar with De La Moran apart from the comedian who that wasn't um the other one was uh, Jack Cullen beat Mark Heffron which is an impressive victory and apparently it was a great knockout which I haven't seen yet um but uh yeah I just haven't seen it yet but Jack Cullen is a he's, he's a fun fighter He's a fun fighter. He won the British Super Middleweight again. Yeah, um, I say again. Did he have it before? He had a in some kind. Of, yeah, he's lost. Um, no, he had a European, European Super Middle <coughs> and some international belts or whatever. He had a Commonwealth. Yeah, he's had common. No, he fought for the Commonwealth. Lost to Phoenix Cash. Anyway, yeah, he's a British level fighter, European level fighter. That can't be real. He's never going to be a force at world level, but he's just fun. He also has an incredible. Um, um, nickname Little Lever's Meat Cleaver Little Lever being the town he's come from he, he's, it's a great nickname so you know recommend finding that maybe um, I'm going to anyway that's it that's all I've got for the week and next week there is nothing there is absolutely nothing if I come up with a you know additional episodes things to talk about I may but if not then I'll see you the week after when there's a lot going on but that's me done for the week. Um, so I will see you next time. I'm uh, follow me at Crafty Boxing uh, on Twitter on X. I'll keep saying Twitter. It's uh, X now. Follow the fight site at the fight site. Find my stuff at uh, Bloody Elbow as well. My written uh, more of my written stuff. I um, I do still write for the fight site. 
um, I have other written stuff and uh, yeah join the fight site patron and um, then you can join our discord chat with us in the discord and um, get extra goodies on the patron um, yeah I'm rambling now I'll see you next week like I say this has not been a long one but I hope you enjoyed what there was of it see you next time